The Edinburgh Football Podcast is brought to you in association with Nicholson Joinery Limited. Hello and welcome to the Edinburgh Football Podcast. From the Premiership to the Lone League, we've got it covered. Cam was alongside me as always. How are we doing this week? Ah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. I was off today doing a fair bit of my Christmas shopping, which is, you know, always good to get. I'm slightly organised this year, which feels weird, but uh, aye, no, good. What about yourself? Ah, very well, very well. Thank you, Cal. I'm just disappointed every time I'm driving past your house. For those that, that do know, uh, the lights are up. What are you talking are about? They up? The lights are up. When did they go up? Lights went up. Uh, was it this weekend? Aye, the Last lights are weekend. up. Right. It's officially up. Christmas time. Aye, the lights the, are up. The Graham, the Graham family <laughs> lights are up. <laughs> Didn't give me your nonsense, aye. Um, aye, no, the lights are up. Good. Um, good. I mean, it's not as extravagant as it has been in previous years, but no landing planes from you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not quite, not quite as uh, you know. But um, aye, no, the lights are up. Perfect. I mean, it's. Oh, anyone anyone who lives in the area knows that it's Christmas when the lights go up. The lights go up, so they I know the lights are up. Right, the running order for tonight's show will start with Hearts, move on to Hibs, speak Ember City, and then on to the Lone League where we've got Spartans, Civil, Ember Uni, and then it'll be our predictions at the end, Callum. So we start with Hearts. It's the first time we started with Hearts in a number of weeks, Callum. Mm-hmm. And I think there's no better place, of course, because they finally got a manager. They're probably the worst kept secret. And, uh, yep, it's been, it's and, been going on for a few weeks. In world football, Callum. But so it's it's Stendhal. Mm-hmm. He's arrived. He, finally, you know, they've got that over the line. So you've got quite a few Hearts fans, Callum, that you speak to regularly. Where's their Where's their head at this this moment in time with regards um, to Stendhal? A lot are delighted. Okay. Um, think uh, a few of them absolutely over the moon with the appointment, which. You know, um, good. It's it's never something that you want uh, when someone takes charge of the club you support, and you're not you're not 100 percent behind them. But no, I think uh, the mood and a lot of the group chat says yeah, very happy. All for it. Yeah. You've obviously looked in. I know you're you're, you're quite you're quite big in your German football calm. You're, well, I'm a German you love my German. You like your German football calm. So, um, what's the history of Stendhal then? From for me, I, I only know him about his born in a small hut. <laughs> um, I only know about his time in Barnsley. But if I'm being honest, I only knew of his time in Barnsley when he was linked with the Hearts job. And, and then you hear the fact that he's gone. I think was it ten games without a win, and then he gets sacked. That's my only real knowledge of the guy. Of course, since then I've I found out. You know, he did well with Barnsley, got him promoted. But what's his background? What's well, I don't think he played the game yeah. um, to any sort of level but I don't think that really matters uh, but he, he was sacked at Hanover but it was it's an interesting one because he took over as manager at Hanover after uh, I think they were destined for relegation from the Bundesliga they had about six games to go with they had a not bad record they won two he lost two and he, he drew two and that was enough for the board to say look we'll keep you on next season and I think Hanover were looking well for promotion but they, they went a four game spell where they didn't win a game they dropped out of the, the top four um, and they were still sort of within touching distance of the automatic promotion places and the playoff places, mm-hmm. but the the Hanover boards probably acted a wee bit harshly mm-hmm. and sacked him after about a year in charge. A bit Jack Ross like a Sunderland in a, in a way. Um, slightly, he's like yeah, I think um, he's he wasn't 
it wasn't like they were absolutely toiling, but they they took the decision to to sack him, and then he pitched up at Barnsley about a year later. Mm-hmm. Um, had a fantastic season, got them promoted, um, finishing second in League One, and then I think they won on their opening day of the Championship, and then went about ten games, ten games unbeaten. Think. But I don't I don't think he was helped at Barnsley when they got promoted. The the very much a club that the philosophy is they will buy young players, develop them, sell them off. So I think they've got pretty much a transfer policy where, you know, any football manager addicts will, will understand this, but you're you're not allowed really to sign anyone over the age of twenty three. And right, okay. so he lost a f- I think both centre halves and his keeper, which right. really helped uh, well hindered, sorry, the the defensive unit going forward, one of those centre halves was Liam Lindsay and everyone seems oh, yeah. to talk about him for course, Scotland. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, yeah, lost that and then I think He's quite an inexperienced it. manager though. Well but, yeah, like, uh, like I say, he's had pretty much two years. Yeah. Um He's not actually I don't think he's managed a lot of I think it's around about hundred games he's managed. Mm-hmm. He's not got a bad like ratio in yeah. terms of those games though. Uh, I think is is he was above fifty at uh, Hanover and just below fifty. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, he's he's roughly about a win every two. I years. think Hearts fans are probably quite happy because it's really quite far removed from what they've been probably used, used to. It's in a completely yes, yeah, a completely fresh start. It's new ideas. It's it's that foreign a foreign manager. So mm. potentially you know a completely different oh. approach. And and by all accounts, you know, he was well liked at Barnsley by the supporters. So I think that's mm. why that's got Harsh fans yeah, on no, side. Um, I think Barnsley were. The, the fans were deeply shocked and saddened to see him go. So, yeah. But what he's saying in terms of the style of play that he wants to bring to Hearts, fantastic, you know, pretty much the, the high-pressing game, mm-hmm. very much what uh, Klopp has at Liverpool, which, you know, who can argue with if you want to get the players to play that game. What a, That's a big one, key, you just said it there, though, the players. One, one thing I would say is, you know, sometimes managers come up and want uh, come up to Scotland that have managed Barnsley previously and they say that they want to play a high pressing game but it doesn't always work out like that so that's just a word of warning for Hearts yeah. fans because Paul Heckenbottom came up and said I want to play a high pressing game this yeah. this is something that was a very very rarely seen yeah. I used to road in Heckenbottom's tenure yeah. but um, yeah what, what Stendhal has to do is if, if that's that's what he wants to the, the players have to buy into that philosophy yeah. and if they don't then the exit door's there it's take him, uh-huh. I, think, I think it's going to take him a little while because I think there needs to be a complete culture change in the club then for me I think not, well, not, no, not, I think... not, not a culture change I just mean sorry there needs to be quite a uh, turnover of players I think to adopt yeah, that I style think, I think that um, there could be five or six that go in January and you know eight that come in because mm. as much as I that th- even in January yeah um, well, th- to be fair, for Hearts, that's not unusual. <laughs> I mean, that's that's not a dig. I mean, let's no. be honest. Hearts famously used to bring in eleven bodies in yeah. January. So, uh, yeah. but and I, th- I think if you're losing five or six, then you need to be bre- yeah. you need to be replacing them. But um, you know, the the Gagan press is it's been a uh, uh, not think uh, dubbed. Sorry, uh, would be. Fantastic football for for Hearts to see. So, well, Hearts fans, hopefully it pays off. But it's right now, has he got the players that are able 
to do that. To do that. I'm, I'm not sure, but time will tell. And yep. it's a massive game yep. on Saturday. Yeah, huge. Um, so they were promised a big name. People turned up at the airport under the assumption that there was going to be a, a German manager. No, no. German manager arriving here, Callum. So, you know, the, the, uh, were these fans in hope that it was somebody else walking through the doors? No, I mean, obviously <laughs> they knew it was going to be Stendhal, but... Uh, I think be careful what you wish for because the last time I had grown men at an airport wishing on a new heart was David Vanacek and uh, that went well no uh, I think the thing is with Stendhal uh, you've got it's it's not the name that I think when Anne Budge was talking about it's it's going to be a name it's it's not I'm, I'm not I'm not judging him on his managerial record or anything but he's he's not a name for yeah. for me I'm sorry I think that it could become a name yeah 100% he, he could easily have a fantastic uh, career with Hearts and you know that's it's it's not far off to say that he he, he probably will but he's not a name he's no. not a name you know he's not someone that you set up and go wow and I mean I think the only person when when Hibs appointed Neil Lennon mm. now that that was a like Lenin. Yeah. Lenin's a name. He won trophies, blah, 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 and you're like, okay, yeah. he's gone down to England. It's not really worked out, but yeah, he's got profile. That, yeah, he's got profile. Whereas you know, Stendhal's coming in. Um, he's not, but the, from what he's been saying so far, the style of play that he wants to he wants to play, exciting times. Yeah. Exciting so times. obviously we said there that you know, people along to the airport, Callum, to 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 see the uh, to, to see the welcome there, Callum, but. Here's a question for you outside the box, Cam. Who's the most famous person you've ever seen at an airport? That you've met at an airport? Leave it with you hanging. Um, Darren come, Jackson. Darren, Darren Jackson, the most famous person you've Because. No, 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 no. Um, there's, there's a fair, fair amount of people that will be listening to this and going, Darren Jackson? Yeah, different no, story. Um, no, 100%. We met, we met Darren Jackson uh, before going to, ironically enough, Munich yeah. in 2011. There you go. Um, oh, that's a. When I went to Florida 2016, Calm, so you're talking eight days after Hibs won the, won the Scottish Cup, I'm on the same flight as Lee Wallace. Wow. There you go. Uh, Jamie McDonald was on the same flight as well, from a Hearts goalkeeper, and your best pal, you, the, the, the guy you love the most in Scottish football. Stephen Glass? No, 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 Stephen, no Stephen Glass. Aberdeen related though, Calm. Derek McInnes was sitting next to me in the. Oh, Del Boy. <laughs> I know you're a big fan, of, big fan of his. I think I don't think I've seen like anyone famous in an airport. Well, there you go. Other, other than other than Darren Jackson, but we'll leave it up to our listeners, Callum, if they've anybody's. No, I'm sure. Their... To be fair, if you've seen someone famous in an airport, I'm sure. I'm sure my mum's met. Um, no, that wasn't at an airport. Um, uh, one one of my mates, Steve, will met uh, Rudy Scatchel in Prague, the airport in Prague. Who's that? Uh, <laughs> but uh, right, um, Callum, the running now that Stendhal's got well, till no, 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 you got one more time. No, sorry. last week's game. Ah, they got beat, and it's McPhee in charge. Who cares? Yeah. Um, I actually thought the performance against Motherwell wasn't was okay, wasn't horrendous, yeah. but um, it's a lack of composure in front of goal. But the reason that I want to bring up this game is Jake Mulroney getting sent off yeah. for telling the referee to f off. Now, I am a huge fan of the referee tell, uh, bringing the curse out for that because I think it's an absolute see, especially Lowland League level. <laughs> When you're when you're on the sidelines and like the guys are right in the ref's face saying this that I would love to qualify as a referee and do lonely I would sit there and just be like you know the issue, I would yeah. go into the dressing room before the game and I'd be like <laughs> right now lads a few things 
any foul and abusive language directed my way will result in a yellow card. If it is over the top, it will be a red. If you are booked and then give me foul and abusive language, that will result in a second yellow and you will receive the red card. And I'm sorry, but like a little bit of respect needs to be given. I know that they're not brilliant, mm. but you can't turn around and say that. The only problem I've got, Calm, and I get you're coming from, but the fact of the matter is, I guarantee you that he's not done that for however many people. What Mulaney's probably said would have been not far different to probably what's been said to him potentially ten times during the course of that game. Aye. Do you know what I mean? So it's that consistency thing you see it all yeah. the time. But so, I mean, for me, I would. I, would, I, I don't I, mind it. I've, I've, I'm a huge fan of it. I don't mind it. Like, I think if you're standing, well, to be fair, Mulaney wasn't standing in the face and uh, the referee screaming at him, where like you have seen yeah. certain old fun players really. Let's let's be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, doing yep. doing that to referees, but I I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Uh, right. So Stendhal's got five games up until January. Up uh, until the winter break. Until break there, Calm, and four of which are at home. So he starts with St Johnston at home this weekend, Calm. That's massive. As it's good a must a, win. As, as good a, is that the perfect game to start? It's a must win game. You know, it's mm. it's one of those. It is slightly a perfect game to start because St Johnston are poor. St Johnston aren't brilliant. So Hearts. But I mean, Hearts are sitting level on points with St Johnston. You know, it's a proper. Although it won't be come the end of the season at this moment in time, it's a relegation six pointer. Because mm. uh, if Hearts lose this, yeah. um, you know that that's massive. Whereas, it, it's a must win. It's a must win for mm. um, Daniel Stendhal. Must yeah. win. Yeah, I, I think it's a good game to have. Um, I think the crowd will be big. I think there'll be uh-huh. a, a, extra extra fans through the doors, given it's Stendhal's first game. I think the Hearts, uh, the Hearts players will have that extra. I, I do think there'll be a bit of a bounce. Uh, last point on Hearts at the moment, Cal. Today, it comes. I think it was today. It might have been uh, actually last night. When I think about it, the sporting director role. Mm-hmm. Is it shared between Levine it's, and McPhee? At, at this at this moment in time, until a suitable replacement can be found. Then yes. Did McPhee go for that job? I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. For me, well, you should know. For, <laughs> for me, it's um, because I'm not being funny, right? I mean, if, it's if, interesting. If he wants to be the manager of the club and then suddenly he's a sporting director, mm-hmm. sh- do you know just, what I'm trying? Do you know what for, I'm trying to say? For, for me, I saw, I saw another article saying that Budge is thinking about giving Levine a new deal, which. It just it worries you, it baffles you. So, um, yeah, a hundred percent. It's. I, I think that they won't be there for for long. I think a new appointment will be made. Um, you know, the winter break, some sometime during that period. You know, Stendhal's got five tough games to to start off his uh, career at at Heart. So, uh, I think once that's done, then a sporting director will be. And it won't be living on McPhee. Okay, right. Moving on to Hibernian then, Calum. And it's finally happened. It's taken a while, but we've finally managed to really put Aberdeen properly to the sword, eh? Um, yeah, and I said, you know what? Last week, yeah, I might have reiterated the point that I've disliked Aberdeen a lot. Uh, if you have the displeasure of having to watch them for 90 minutes, then you will understand why. An absolute gang. (laughs) It's 
It's it's actually embarrassing mm. watching them try and play football because all they do is try and take you out. Just a guy hired thugs that if they manage to get in front, they just sit back and defend it. I think Scott McKenna has to be up there for one of the worst Scotland internationals I have ever seen at Easter Road. Unbelievable how he has not just a pity cap, he has multiple caps. Mm. He is seen as the future of the heart, at the heart of the um, Scotland. <laughs> that is embarrassing. There was times where he literally, um, I, I was texting you saying he's getting dragged out of position all the time and you summed it up perfectly by saying he's like a zombie, you know, it's like, oh, follow man. And he just he just keeps <laughs> running. And that's, that's all he does. It's just like, um, for the first goal, he gets dragged out of position following Scott Allen. Time and time again, he just... Oh, there's the ball. I need to follow it. No, 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 no. Unbelievable. <laughs> it happened How, actually. It happened against Cyprus. Am I right? I yeah, think for Scotland, just gets dragged all over. He's awful. He's absolutely awful. There's, there's a moment in the first half where he tries to clear it. It miss. He misses the ball. It bounces back off his standing leg. And Stevie Mallon, he really should score, but mm. it's deflected wide for a corner. And you think, how? How? See, when Aberdeen were offered like four million pounds for it, we thought, nah, we'll turn that down. What the? F- what are they thinking? <laughs> but I mean, back to Hibs. Back to Hibs. We know how. We know how sorry. Like. No, no, no. But Hibs. Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah, thoroughly deserved. Brilliant. Un- yeah, un- unbelievable. I think um, as much as Scott McKenna is absolutely hopeless, you've got a 19 year old at the heart of the defence for Hibs who a lot of people think is a bit too rash, but I think. On Saturday, it was almost like a coming of age game. He was in the right place at the right time. There was moments where he could have gone in for the typical Ryan Poches clear out tackle, <laughs> where he didn't. He just went over, won the ball, and he, in that first half, he was he had to bail out Paul Hanlon. I don't know how many times. Mm. Uh, he was just fantastic. Good. And um, Hibs all over the park. Yeah. So a few little changes actually. Jack Ross had been pretty steady. Mm-hmm. With his with his selections, but a uh, couple little changes. So for the first time in a long time, Calm Marciano comes back in, and I, I, you know initially, you know you see a clean sheet. I think great, and and then I, I look at some of the comments that Ember Evening News do. You know the fans' comments. You know the what did we yeah. learn type thing, and some people see a statue of Marciano outside the ground. I've watched it, ca- watched it back, Calm. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not so sure. He had <laughs> very he had, shaky. He had he had a couple of like early howlers. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, there was a few where. I was just like, oh my god, he's almost cost almost cost a goal there. Uh but over the piece, like is the the save where he palms it directly into the path of Cosgrove, you're thinking, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, because nine times out of ten you don't get away with that. Yeah. Uh he thankfully he did, got lucky, but it just He uh, is the better goalie though, wasn't he? Is, he is the better goalie. he, he was more assured as the game went on, I think it was just he hadn't played in a while. Yeah, a little bit of oh, awesome. rustiness. Absolutely, um, he shook that off, and he was he was very good. Uh, finished the game very strongly, but I think Hibs Hibs managed the game perfectly. Got the goals, perfect times when Hibs had gone three and up. Adam Jackson came on. Hibs went to a three, and there was a glorious moment where uh, some really nice attacking player I think it was from Cosgrove uh, he beat 
Jackson and then Porteous slid and beat Jackson and then all of a sudden there was Hanlon and he, he yeah, came yeah, in and yeah, Hanlon came on, through yeah, and yeah. just Willie Miller was all over that on the radio uh, he was loving it was, that it was a proper old school yeah. centre half tackle yeah. but um, what, what I would say is Hibs Hibs 1-0 up brilliant Scott Allen Martin Boyle was paced yeah. but then Derek McInnes rolls the dice empties the bench with um, I think it was 64th minute and plays all three subs and I always always remember when we were at Kilmarnock watching Hibs and uh, Kenny Shields did the same and you just turned to me and went if this doesn't work what do they do mm. you know Hibs get if, if Hibs get the next goal now what, what does he do because he's nothing to do and mm. I, I just I was just in my mind turned to my mum and I said exactly the same and then a few minutes later Hibs got the second and it was just like yeah. What does he do now? I think you've always got to put one in your. I think you've always got to have something left in yeah. your back pocket, and quite easily the game could be one 0 It can keep going one 0 and you're in the game, and then with ten minutes to go, someone gets a knock, mm-hmm. and then suddenly you're down to ten. Yeah, you know, so, so. Um, uh, Dan, uh, Martin Boyle, sorry, plays in sort of right of a diamond. Yeah, interesting, but well, it certainly seemed to work with two goals. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know if Hibs were set up in a diamond that's almost like four one three two. With, because Boyle wasn't really central enough to say he was at the right of a diamond, but uh, you had, you know, Stevie Mallon towards the left who definitely prefers to be. Is that a better game for him? Do you okay? Better, yes, better. Still think that, you know, he's he needs to show more heart. Uh, you know, because you look at you look at guys like Lewis Stevenson, um, who have got you know heart and desire in abundance, but. Mm. Probably the technical ability, like a tenth of the technical ability of guys like Stevie Mallon, whereas, and that's how like Stevenson's a professional because of that desire, and whereas Stevie Mallon, he's got all the technical ability, but mm-hmm. he's got about a tenth of the heart of Stevenson. <laughs> and I think that lets him down. Um, three three class class goals, isn't it? Yeah, Everyone in, in isolation is outstanding, uh, outstanding isn't it? Um, Quick play, one one touch. Camberry, Camberry just a new piece of life. The, 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 the through ball that Camberry plays to Boyle uh, for the second goal was just fantastic. Um, another thing though, underrated in that goal for the second goal from Boyle is actually Doidge's link up as well. It's that first yeah. touch knocked out. You know that Deutsch, first touch um, link up and for me. Like when Boyle scores the first goal, you look at his reaction. You know, mm. he could not be happier. Even though he yeah. could have shoved Boyle out the way and tapped it home himself, um, I thought again he he was just he gave McKenna a torrid time. Which for a guy that's come up from League Two in in England to a guy that is a ten million pound player, it, it's it's no contest. Yeah. You know, so I think uh, it's just Hibs are. Players are playing with confidence, which yep. is is massive. You know, if we if we go back to what Daniel Stendhal needs to do at Hearts, that's 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 what realistically, because if you've got players that are confident, just a little bit, they will be able to produce a lot more. So mm-hmm. that that's what he has to do. That's what Jack Ross has done. And you look at the benefits like Camberry, yes, almost unplayable now. Yeah, absolutely, um, his, his goal, um, his his goal, the third goal, it just goes past the Aberdeens. Defences, if they're not even oh, yeah. there, and puts it in as well. On. It's just, yeah, it's fantastic. Big, 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 big three points. Um, well, massive after the disappointment. Yeah, in of Ross course, County game. absolutely. Uh, it's know. a good way, good way to bounce back there, Cal. 
but it kickstarts a, a tough run for for Hibs, isn't it? Right up till yeah. the to the January uh, January winter break there, Calm. So it's it's Celtic away this weekend in its Rangers Hearts and Livy. But if you think of it, Celtic away, you know, a, a ground where Hibs haven't picked up three points since uh, the twenty seventh of January twenty ten. So we're near approaching now ten years. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's been a time where Hibs were in the Championship, but it's uh, mm-hmm. do you give Hibs any chance? Always, always. I think if Celtic play like they did in the League Cup final. Then Hibs have a massive chance. It's it's a different Hibs. I think Jack Ross might be tempted to try out a new formation. I think that's why Adam Jackson came on because Hibs were in complete control. But I think he just wanted to see if three at the back would work. Uh, and so what did, did did he go to one up front at that at that moment when the three at the back? Jingle go three five two. Does right. does he drop it? Does he drop oh, a striker now? Yeah, came off. Um, no, I think it was three five two. Right. Okay. Uh, but it it works. Hibs have to go you, two you, up front. You forget, don't they, you forget how imposing. Adam Jackson is, yeah. you know, he's a big, big guy, um, and yeah, I think that. How many times have we mentioned a Jackson tonight? Well, twice. I but how many times have we said the word Jackson? Five. Oh, <laughs> terrible! Uh, terrible. Um, heads have to go two up front, though, do they? Yes. Yeah, hundred um, percent. If you look at the game at Easter Road, uh, I know that he's. The, the talk of Celtic right now but Julian was given a torrid time by Christian Deutsch mm. in that game at Easter Road so 100% I think that if Deutsch is up there he's going to do the same I think that yeah uh, look at I think Slivka should start you know he's got more goals against Celtic than Morelos so <laughs> it's no hard <laughs> I think Ollie no. Shaw might oh, Ollie Shaw Ollie Shot only scores against Celtic. Ollie Shot stuff? <laughs> Ollie Shot up top. Yeah. Uh, although, to be fair, he got elbowed um, last time Hems were at Park. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and it was just waved play on. But aye, uh, <laughs> Celtic, Celtic don't get dodgy decisions. Um, no, I, I think Hems do have a chance. It's going to be tough. But yeah, hey, there's nothing to lose. It's a free hit. Yeah, it's a free right. hit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Right, Carl, moving on to Ember City then. And. Well, it had to be three points, I think, if they had any aspirations of winning the league. Yeah. I, I know there's still such a long way to go, but I, I think they couldn't they couldn't let Cove then get that extra gap again. Mm-hmm. What would have gone to eight, eight, eight points? I think that would have been too yeah, much for I me. Think, I think last week we said we were sort of being a little bit like, oh, uh, it has to be, it's a must not lose. They can't afford, you know, if they keep it at five, you know, it's not too bad, but. I think privately both of us were yeah it's a must yeah. must win and they did it they did it yeah, and they, they did, did it well it. They and did well. they needed performances all over the park from back to front and that's yeah. exactly what they got yeah I think McAdams I think he'll admit himself he's he's at times has made some great point back great point blank saves mm. uh, other times I think it's maybe just a concentration issue that he's just he spilled yeah. things which you'd expect him to do better with but listen in games like that, top of the table clashes, you need, uh, you need your every player to step up, and goalkeepers won't often. That's when they make their money for me, Callum. Mm-hmm. And um, well, it's always it's always pinpointed in these that. games that you know if your keeper's not on it, you will lose these two, games. And two big big saves, one massive, in the first half, one in the save. second, and yeah, he thoroughly deserved his. I don't know after match pint or whatever, but um, <laughs> he was excellent, excellent. Yeah. Uh, and it gives, given that 
I, I was about to say we, but I've perhaps been a little bit harsh on him. I think gives the team a massive confidence boost when you know that that was just an off day that he's had like the other week, and he had he, he actually does have like fantastic ability. Mm. Um, no surprise that he actually had a Get It Run You Callum t-shirt on underneath his strip <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> two great goals from Liam uh, Henderson apparently it was F-T-E-F-P uh, <laughs> this uh, is on loan for the Rangers <laughs> um, oh come on <laughs> two great goals from Liam Henderson brilliant carbon copy some might say yeah <laughs> two, two just aggressive two aggressive headers wanting it more it's, yeah it's, it's brilliant uh, the first one he sneaks in behind Blair Henderson and that's a fantastic header. Great delivery in from Craig Thompson and wow, what what a header. And then the second one, corner, it just gets there and it's brilliant. I mean, Liam Henderson has scored some big goals before he got the... Uh, Equalised against Cali? That's Scottish. it, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so he's he's a big, big game player almost and... What we've been seeing all season is that Edinburgh City have goals from all over the park, mm. and that's just boom. There's another one, um, and it's fantastic. Yeah, no, uh, uh, just a great, great three points, and it is. That's twice now. Cove have been down to Ainsley Park. I don't like going there because even though no. in the playoffs, you know, Spartans beat them in the playoffs. They might have won on aggregate, but yeah, they, they lose to Spartans in the second leg of that, and then they've come down again and lost two one. So not being a, a happy hunting ground for for Cove. And I mean, you look at Cove's team, Cam, and you look at some of the players. You know, Fraser Fraser Five A, Fraser Aird, uh, Mitch Megginson, mm-hmm. Martin Scott. You know, all players that have they played in the played Premiership. Them, yeah. you know? So they're not they're not mugs. They've I think Paul Hartley's. Post-match comments were not very, not very kind. Basically, in the city, had nothing, and we we had everything. Um, I think that you've you've got to show a little bit of class. Uh, he's clearly absolutely seething that they lost. So two defeats in a row for Cove. Yeah, both away from home. Yeah, I wouldn't like to be who, whoever's playing them next. I'm not sure actually, but uh, I think that there will be a bit of a bounce back. Uh, because yeah, they've been they've been humped, but you know, it's just such a vital victory for Edinburgh City. Yeah, and I think now it's it's absolutely vital on that word can that they back it up because yeah. and in a way a team that they've had some mixed mixed fortune some difficulty. With. Yeah, they've played thirteen games since Edinburgh City came into the league. Calm, thirteen games, seven wins for Edinburgh City, one draw and five defeats. Mm-hmm. So you can see that. You know, it's almost uh-huh. but, I mean, almost uh, well, you, you look at the, the two meetings this season uh, there's only been two uh, I think so but certainly 4-3 in the Scottish and then 4-0 in the league for Emirates City and it's, it sort of paints a picture that that's that's the level that City are at though but I don't know and another funny team yeah let's let's be honest well the last uh, Cove went down there and got beat 6-1 exactly there's goals in there. They, they, they scored three against City. They've scored six against Cove. They're not high. You know, it's it's a very not many teams will score nine goals against Cove and Ember City in yeah, two games. I mean, it's, it's very dodgy. Wait, no, they must have played three times this season. Because mind, we had the old Castle Douglas joke. No, I, I, can't, I, can't, uh, I can't remember it. But um, look, no, it's it's going to be a tough game. But this sorry, last weekend's win will mean nothing. Unless yeah. they back it up yeah, with, they'll just with cancel itself out. Absolutely. You know, and all the 
momentum that City have built up over that is instantly dashed. So the it's it's always said sometimes that the the game after you you pull off a big result is is the hardest. Mm-hmm. And well, as as you saw with Queens Park, they bounced back after beating Queen of the South, backed it up by beating. Edinburgh City, so Edinburgh City have to back it up by beating Anna. Yeah, absolutely, Cal. Absolutely. I, I don't think that they can afford to drop any points here. This has to be three. Yeah, agreed. And when you've got, when you know Cove and a bit of a sticky run, mm-hmm. you know, you've got the potential, you know, who's to say they don't go three three defeats in a row, Cal, and then you're suddenly your top. Uh, you mean, know? Well, let's be honest, it's. Uh, uh, they used to be do- doing this sort of travelling this time of the year down. Uh, in, uh, exactly. So I think. Yeah, it's definitely something that they'll maybe not be used to and hopefully City can take full advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Right, moving on to to Spartans and you have to say, we've been asking for a result that is really going to kickstart their season. Yeah. This yeah. has to be the one, Calum. 2-0 down early on. 2-0 down early on. They've gone down to 9 then over the course of the game. Yeah. They've scored two Willoughbys. Yep. You scored a last-minute winner yep. when you've got nine men on the park, Callum. Away at a team where there's a bit of history there uh, yep. in terms of mm-hmm. you know last summer and there's been controversy off the field with the two clubs, I think, agreeing things, etc., etc. This is a, an incredible three points for Spartans. It's, it's massive. It's absolutely massive. You know, we're talking, I think, I don't know how many times we've we've sat here and we've spoken about... Spartans records against top four clubs. You know, it's not good enough. We've spoken about Spartans needing something to galvanise their season because it's not been good enough. And there's like so many times you th- there's been a false dawn, but what an absolute humdinger of a performance. Yeah. So, uh, like, I, I genuinely have no words for the fact that they've. I mean, all I will say is, you know, I backed Spartans to win, but. Uh, <laughs> It's just massive. It's massive. Like I, I was honestly speechless seeing that. Well, first of all, Liam McFarlane scored, but uh, they came back from not just two 0 down, but ten and then nine men. Yeah, Incre- incredible, absolutely incredible. Yeah, I'm sure did did um, East Ireland not lose a man in the second half? I think it was. I think it finished nine v ten, but they went nine men for a good chunk. Mm-hmm. A good chunk of the mm-hmm. game there, Calum. And then, um, yeah, to go behind so early, you just thought, oh, here we go. You uh-huh. know, 2 0 quite early on, and you're thinking, here we go. And then, you know what? 2 0 down at you, Falkirk. Yeah, you, you've, you've rely, you, you rely on, on, on Subo to, you know, galvanise you in, in terms of his uh, canvas on the ball, but his aggression out with the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and every now and then, I think he gets one, one a season. He's notorious for it. He chips in with a worldie, and a moment that you wanted it, he's done that. Callum, he's just plucked well, him out. I'm not gonna lie, but I mean, when I saw it come through, I was a wee bit sort of like they're down to two men. This this could just be a uh, consolation. Aye, but no, um, Spartans had other ideas. Yeah, and... he's just literally just just gave it the laces, and it's just gone top bin, and then yeah. Jack Smith's Three goal. Later, yeah. Screamer as well, almost. Smith, that's, that's, I mean, but what? What we said last week on the podcast was we'd love to see Jack Smith and Adam Murrell up top together. Yeah. And, well, there you go. 
uh, Jack Smith scores absolute screamers. Ian McFarlane scores absolute screamers, and you scored last minute winners. Um, you know, given that the way Spartans have been uh, had sorry had results this season, it's been so harsh on them, cruel when the in front against East Stirling, better team lose three one. The in front against Bonnerig, the actually all over them. They beat three two two goals in the last like six minutes, and yeah. then for so long that that's been going on and that's that's why we're like oh, the results got to come it's it's going to be there when's when's it going to come along and I'll be honest I, I, I said 1-0 as, as my prediction last week but I did not expect them to come as soon as they went 2-0 down I was like that that's it yeah yeah so fantastic character um, the winning goal Davidson just picks it up and just gallops just, yeah, keeps just keeps going, going and going and going and eventually I gets mean, a shot off and I I was there the celebrations oh you can completely understand them yeah subs um, all over the place and I, I'm not gonna lie when like I, I was at the four three game at the Falkirk Stadium last year when Civil went through there and won and you know I I went mental <laughs> and you know there was it was eleven v eleven uh, I thought that it was incredible scenes at. Uh, see if that see if I'd been there. I tell you, Mad Bill, I'd have been, I'd have been throwing him on the park. <laughs> but it's just, I, I couldn't see it coming. Horrendous conditions, and you know the one thing I would say is, at least Samuel must be like pulling what's left of his hair out, seeing that performance and going, "Where's that been all mm. season, boys?" Yeah, um, yeah, it's uh, incredible, incredible win. But for me, it has to be. It has to be the kickstart. It has to be a catalyst. It has to be a catalyst. Like, yeah. as, there's, there's no point in us basically eulogising them like this, and next weekend, oh, pumped. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's like, <laughs> if, if it is, you know, I gear up eh, because the, the talent, the talent is there throughout that squad, and you know, for, for them to go through Easter and just, oh. Oh, yeah, things you love to see. Oh, things, things that I, I absolutely. I wish I was there. Eh? Like I wish I'd been there. Because good record of Shire away. I won the Lambert City, relegate them, four three. Although that was still, at Ockle View. Aye, but still Shire away. Still Shire away. Aye. Um, never. I never seen. Never seen one of our teams lose. No. Um, it's to drop in here. You know, East Stirling. Never. They came well, out and said they were going to spend the money to go up. They weren't interested in competing. They were interested in League Two, and it's. Uh... I'm sorry, but look, we have a go at Kelty a lot on this show, um, quite rightly, I think. But at least they went about their business. Uh, they didn't come out and say, "Oh, look, we're going to spend however much uh, because we've got this." I mean, everyone they just knew. Spent it. They yeah, just every, spent everyone it. knew that they were going to do it, but you know, they they didn't need a statement. They didn't need to say that they've. Got this investment from backers, etc. Said this camp when it was about eight to ten months ago. You're making a rod. Everyone's team talk for them this season. You're making a rod for your own back, and like I'm sorry, obviously they do have very talented players there, but um, they've they've got guys that have gone in there and aren't worth the money that they're on. Mm. You know, they've 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 signed players that. They've they've taken a gamble on maybe seeing them have one or two good games a season, mm. and they are not consistent enough for that level. Mm. Um, 
what we'd say is spoke to uh, spoke to Subo of course congratulate him on the, on the on the win and he actually says the boy Low is uh, oh he's not one of those players by the way no he said he's he is uh, he's the best player he's played against this season yeah and um, like he says absolutely top I think class when I watched him he's he's very good on the ball mm-hmm. uh, very very good player but I think yeah I think that they've they've overspent poorly. Mm. Uh, they'll beat you this weekend for for Spartans and you look at the team Calm, they, they, they're, no, be, they're better than they have been in the last couple of seasons Baldetti absolutely Calm, nothing it's a must win eh? they it's, average three goals against a game yeah this this is a this if this isn't a win then just you know fold <laughs> like that's no pressure like, <laughs> I mean come on I'm, I'm, I'm sorry but this I. This, this the only thing is, we're going to have players that maybe suspended though. Uh huh. But look, if they can win with nine men, start with nine and see how they go. <laughs> okay, Cam. Yeah, I'm expecting a, I'm expecting a home win. You've got to back up. You've got to back that 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 result mm. from last week. And yeah. if you're going to have a, if you're going to have a game, well, probably one of three you'd like. You know, or one of maybe four you'd like at home. A team that are down there uh-huh. in the bottom four, Cam. Like a team that are struggling. And you know, as I said, they average three goals against a game. This is the team you're wanting. So, big hats off to Spartans. You know, let's hope they kick on from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the league looks a better place and now. They've got still got games in hand, and teams are only a couple of points ahead of them now. It's looking a. Mm-hmm. That was a good weekend for them. It's a good weekend, yeah. I think um, perhaps the the title is a little bit out of reach, but certainly top four etc. is definitely it's there back for on. Them. Yeah, agreed. Right, Cam. Moving on to uh, civil service strollers, and unfortunately, again, Cam, it's. it's it's, it's disappointing. It's eh? disappointing because I I just feel it's like the same. It's the same story we're seeing here. Calm by all accounts, they've given away three goals. They've they've handed three goals to Cumbernauld almost, and and they've coughed up chance after chance after chance. By all accounts, I know they've conceded a goal in the second half, but by all accounts and reading reports, Calm, they were pretty much camped inside the Cumbernauld half for the whole second half. They just they just couldn't ca- capitalise, and it's a disappointing. It's a defeat. poor result. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Especially with what transpired, uh, so the events that transpired at the Falkirk Stadium, because Spartans are now breathing down their necks, mm-hmm. and I think that yes, yeah, it's, it's a result I didn't see coming. Um, to be fair, I was I was. If they picked sorry, yeah, if they picked up three points in that game, though, Cam, the Spartans game wasn't would have been a brilliant result for them because it yeah they're right on Shire. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think that. It's it's the lack and the, the lack of a centre half yeah. or two. Uh, Any. It's again absolutely not having a go at the boys that are filling in there. That you can't. It's not their natural position. So, like a hundred percent, they're doing the, the best that they can. But yeah, Kyle Fee's out injured. McKee's no kicked the ball all season. Sean Turnbull's injured. You know, and it's just, aye. It's tough. It's tough, and it's difficult to it's difficult to bring in players. And all these injuries happen. If these in, you know what, if these injuries happen in July, you've got time. Mm-hmm. But these injuries have all happened in October, November. How, how can you you can't legislate for that, Cameron? It really has put a dampener on what was looking a really well, really bright bright season. But the thing is, you've got so much talent going forward. Yeah, which you, you can't deny. They've got unbelievable players, but it's. Unfortunately, they're they're, they're top-heavy. And the injuries are just... 
killing her. Mm. There's, there's, there's no other way to put it. I think that um, I don't want to sort of make excuses, but it's one of those. How many games can they can they get away with mm. not having mm. a settled settled centre half in there? Mm-hmm. And you know, I know that they've like, Sparky played there last season, but. You know, he's he's a, he's a centre mid. You know, you're you're not wanting him back there. Week in, week out. Yeah, he's he's good. Like, he, he can step like, in. Of course, he can step in for one game, but enough, yeah, time after time uh, after time, it's repeatedly difficult. asking him uh, to be back there, and I think that look, there's <sighs> Gary. Obviously, has loads of contacts, but I mean, they're they're at the limit with the loans, so they can't they can't bring in anyone else, but. I don't know. Need to need to find someone. Yeah, and what I would say, another positive again, is um, you know John Dunn's not notched his first goal for the club and he, he's becoming a threat. We're he's just be- we're just I, I we're just we're just gonna have to rename this. You talking about your mates? <laughs> no, but I, I think that's a good thing, Carl. He's becoming. What, are you talking about your mates? <laughs> um, he's no, at least a threat. threat. He's at least at least been a no, threat. No, but I mean. He, you always thought that he was going to. I mean, a player that his quality isn't going to come in and just make the numbers up. You know, he's going to stand out. And apparently his goal, uh, lovely finishing at the top corner. So, yeah, like, they will have good chances going forward. Yeah. They will create, they will score goals. But unfortunately, at the back, they are suspect at this moment in time. Mm. And, yeah, it's, like, you saw it through at BSC, they... They're unlucky with a couple of penalty decisions, but the I don't know. It's just guys that aren't used to playing in that position. Mm. So positionally, they're a little bit yeah. suspect. Yeah. But I suppose on on the other side, the calm is if you do consistently play them as a back three, the same mm-hmm. back three, aren't you? Then they will. They will. In time, get better every game because they'll become more accustomed to it. But, but how much time can Seville afford to? Because they've got a few, few good games coming up. I'm yeah. Sure. So we'll, we'll briefly talk about this one. We'll, we'll, we'll preview it from a, a civil point of view. Calm. It's probably it's a great game for them to have. Calm. They're Ember Uni away from from their from their point of view. Calm. Great pitch. What's Ember Uni at home? Mm, I think it's away. No. Okay. Do you, want, do you want me to tell you why? Oh, because I had to change oh, it. Oh, because I had to change it. I had to change it. You're right, Cam. Sorry, now that's the internet for you. Unreliable. It's it's not the internet. It's knowledge. Aye. It's knowledge. Okay. Um, don't, they, because don't believe everything you need the internet, Cam. They had to, they had to change it. Uh, you're right. I can't, I can't remember why. Floodlights issues, Flood, was it not? They're um, building the floodlights. So yeah, uh, the game got switched. Sorry. To yes, you're right. Pepper Mill. You're right. Civil ran out three one winners. You're right. So they've got civil. Uh, you want to stay us? Civil have got Edinburgh Uni at home. <laughs> uh, a, a great game for them to have. It's, yeah, like you've got to look at it. It's a very good game for them to have. Edinburgh Uni have struggled this season. There's there's no two ways about it. Sent at the bottom of the table. But, I mean, from a... Hey. Sim- sorry, it, I said struggling at the bottom of the table. But the second bottom. But, but at the bottom. <laughs> bottom end of the table. Like, at the bottom. It's not at the... <laughs> Christ. Anyway. Um... From a civil point of view, yeah, they'll be yeah. looking at this and thinking that <clears throat> they can certainly score against Edinburgh Uni and 
it's, it's a great game for them to have. Um, yeah, from from a civil point of view, they've they've got to be quietly confident going into this game that they can take the three points. Yeah, agreed. And um, because by all accounts, they created a number of chances last weekend, so they're they're, mm-hmm. they're still creating. They just obviously they didn't. Uh, but I mean, convert, but yeah, um, and they've got good talent in that team that can take those chances. You know, Kevin Ahead, uh, Andy Mayer, John Dunn, uh, Bigaloo. You know, there's. There's enough boys in there that know how to put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah. This weekend is another. It's another big weekend actually because you look at some of the games that are that are uh, taking place mm-hmm. this weekend, Callum. And there's ones that you know there's going to be teams around you that are dropping points this weekend because you've got you've got B, uh, sorry Cumbernauld against East Stirling. Tough, so, tough little game there, Callum. Yeah. East Colbride Bonnerig. So mm-hmm. someone's dropping points there, Callum. Um, Probably East Colbride. So, you know, and then you've got. I know it's not too distant, but you've got. I suppose you know University of Stirling against Berwick, so I, I think they're probably too far away. But mm. um, certainly East Coast Bonnerig and Cumbernauld Shire, uh, there's teams dropping points here, Cam. So uh, yeah, no, a hundred percent. So several will a hundred percent be looking to pick up three points. Eh? Yeah, right. Moving on to Ember Uni then, Cam, and you know they weren't disgraced last weekend. Travelling away to away to Cali Braves, a two one defeat. Yeah. Of course, they're not going to take great satisfaction because they lost the game. No, but, but they're in the game. The the improved performance overall, going from a six 0 thumping to a narrow two one defeat, is definitely an improvement. And you know, if they'd nicked a wee equaliser, I would have had my Desmond. But I think they're as as we say it every week about Edinburgh Uni very much a set team they've got good quality going forward up to a certain point but if we're talking about teams that don't take chances when they come along then Edinburgh Uni are your absolute staple they <laughs> they are your prime example because mm. um, I've not I, I can I, I've lost count of how many times I've seen them and they've passed up chance after chance after chance after chance yeah yeah Um it's something I'd never actually considered, Callum, mm-hmm. um, at Ember Uni, because every other team seems to do it, except uh, probably the two uni teams. And that's the loan market. And last week they brought in a goalie on loan, um, hmm. Ember Uni. Something I'd never, I'd never even considered. What uni did they loan him from? <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's St Johnston, I think, a goalie from St Johnston. I'm sure it's... it's I didn't realise there was a uni in Perth. Uh, no, there's not. There's not. But what I'm trying to say, Callum, is, is they've, they've dipped into the loan market. Why wouldn't they? Oh, aye. Why not? Something I never, I'd never, I'd never thought about. Is it because aye, you just, you just presume that they have to, aye, adhere to rules. So is that, is this potentially a market that could help them from now until the end of the season? One hundred percent. It's a first loan play. They've still got players to. They've still got numbers to. Yeah. To to be easily could to play with. Um, I think it all depends, though, Callum. Ember Unis have like a an underwritten, a sort of underwritten rule. It won't be a loan league rule. Do you mean unwritten? Yeah, unwritten rule, Calm, sorry. It won't be a loan league thing. Nothing to do with the loan league. It'll be within their university regarding certain criteria. And for example, in the old East of Scotland days, they were only allowed two, uh, non- I think two non-students. I think Stirling Uni were, as long as you were a member of the, of, of the university in some capacity, so like staff or whatever. Yeah, you were able to then to then play. So, um, perhaps they maybe have their own own 
unwritten rules. Yeah. But uh, if it's not, then why not dip in that loan market? Cal? Yeah, it could be not, key. Eh? Could be key for survival for them. Yeah, it's because realistically, that's that's what this season is all about. But um, looking ahead to this weekend, they've got to be thinking. Look, we know that we can get at them. We know that we can create chances. And if they if they turn up on the day and they've got their shooting boots on, then uh, do you know what? I, I see no reason why Edinburgh Uni can't take something out of this. From an Edinburgh Uni point of yeah. view, I think that they should be looking at this game and going. Well, in the last two year in in the last two years, Calm, if we look at it from an Edinburgh Uni point of view, in the last two years since Gary Jardins had a full preseason, and it's his, you know the full seasons in the last season and a half. This is Embrunny's best opportunity for me to take something off so. Yeah, I think so. I think that with the players that they're missing, I think that I think Uni can go and give them a game. They'll be underdogs, but it's the uh, best chance that they've... That, I, think, that, I think every game, pretty much, Uni go into because here's, here's a stat for you. Right? Kelty have conceded one goal at home well. this year. <laughs> right? This season. In the league. In the league. Who scored it? Edinburgh Uni Ross Waters am I right? I think it was Matt but anyway um, <laughs> always get confusing so, but I mean Edinburgh Uni yeah. Edinburgh Uni are the only team to have gone I mean albeit we'll not mention the rest of the result but they've got the ability to go to these teams and make it difficult be in the game for a certain period of time mm-hmm. so I think if they can do that at the Christie Gillis you know fans get on the on the back there it's definitely definitely <laughs> <laughs> all what all <laughs> 38 uh, something like that um, no I, I think it's um, a tasty wee Ember Darby that yes yeah always love a wee Ember Darby yeah Ember so. Darby daft oh mate if you're <laughs> driving along Russell Road constantly <laughs> in anticipation of the 26th aye what what aye just, <laughs> just driving along Russell Road like just turning round and going back aye might go and do it the right actually <laughs> uh, no, big game, Emma Darby, and things you love to see. Um, right, moving on to predictions, Zane Callum. And it's, well, it's uh, three games. What am I talking about? It's because I've wrote three, three in my sheet. It's uh, five games. Ken, I'm having one. Five games, long when day. Did you know. Long, long day, long day. Five games. Some tricky ones to call, as always. Uh huh. Um, I don't really know how people got on last week, Callum. Any. Well, no, due to as the yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. How did you get the, on though? That's... I think I got a couple of. I mean, I had Spartans to win, I had mm. Tibbs to win, um, I had Hearts to draw, yeah, uh, one each as well. Yeah, but Hib, like Hibs three 0 that's difficult. Uh, no, and... two one. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then uh, a three two Spartans. I, don't, I, I so didn't many. have any correct scores. Put no. it that way, and uh, I don't think there were many. But I, yeah. I don't know. I can't comment um, and say for definite. But right, well, we'll get on to ours then, Callum. And it's uh, well, we start as it will be in the graphic. Celtic versus Hibs. Last time this game, actually no, last time this game was on the league, I predicted six 0 Celtic. Um, you know, as much as I think Hibs do have a chance, etc. Uh, and there's nothing to fear going to Parkhead. Just you know, it's a free hit. Go out there, only no beat, pressure. Only beat Hamilton two one. Yeah, uh, but I think coming off the back of a long trip. Uh, from Cluj etc so uh, I, I'm, I I don't know I think Hibs will just fall short I'm going to go 2-1 Celtic yeah I, I agree with you Calm. I think to be honest 
they're already top of the group, Celtic. So I think it'll be a very, very mixed, mixed bag. Right, but the the team will still all travel out and distance, etc. And da, da, da. perhaps, perhaps. But I'm going to go for three one Celtic in the end. Enough. Uh, Hearts against St Johnston. Stendhal's first game. There, the, there has to be a new manager bounce for me here, and I'm going comfortable Hearts. When I'm going to go three nil, three nil Hearts. Three nil Hearts. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go for two 0 hearts. I mean, I don't know who's scoring the goals, but I'm 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 backing a bounce. Well, we all know that Stendhal. We know that Stendhal didn't have the the. I'm not even gonna bother. Uh, Annan against Edinburgh City. <laughs> I was gonna say Stendhal's gonna put himself up front. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> Annan against Edinburgh City. The ground. Two one. Two one. Two one say. Two one say. Two one say. I think I think they're gonna go out there. And back it up, back it up. Made my SPFL debut at this at this ground. There you go. Um, one I'll draw that day, Callum. Am I going to back? I want to draw this. I don't know why I put that there. Yeah, they've got to bounce back. They've got to make it two in a row for me after that cold result, Callum. So I'm gonna gonna go for a classic, Callum. It's very often with this. I'm gonna go for four three Edinburgh City. Absolutely no chance of that coming in. Um, Edinburgh Uni versus Civil I think Civil will I'm going to go Civil 2-1 Civil 2-1 I, I, I don't normally back but in the Edinburgh Derbys I normally sit on the fence but I'm going to go 2-1 Civil I'm going to go 3-2 Civil alright ok and Spartans against Dalbiti. Four 0 Spartans. Yeah, I think I think it'll be along those lines as well, Cal. Um an absolute bumping. Gonna go five 0 Five 0 Yeah, gonna go five 0 Um quickly, sorry, forgot to mention it during the Spartans bit, but they're doing uh donate at the gate, uh food bank uh donation. So if you take along a bag, you get them for free. So if you are going along, it's a two o'clock kickoff at Ainsley Park. Uh, bring along a bag of groceries, and you will get into the game for free. Am I right in saying that the Aberdeen game, Calm, was it thirty tons? Forty. Forty tons. Yes. Incredible. Um, incredible. As um, sad as it is that this is needed in this day and age, yeah. it's absolutely wonderful to see so many people putting yeah. uh, their hands in their pockets, etc. Yeah. 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 Remember when? Remember when, when I was at Edinburgh City, Cal, when we had Spartans at this time of year, and um, yeah, you know, Gary pretty much said to us, every player needs to bring something when they come to the game and stuff. So you're right, it's everyone needs to to chip in at this moment time, and, and you're, you're you're bang on, Cal. It, it shouldn't be happening, but uh, it's, it's, a, it's delightful to see, uh, not delightful, but it's good to see people. Yeah. Um, Football, right football has a lot of power ah, to do things like correct. this, Cal. And I think it's worth noting on that sort of charitable uh, run there, Cal. Of course, some of the Edinburgh City uh, staff were out of the, the big the, sleep out the as big well. The sleep out, the social bite run. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. again, uh, a good thing for them to be doing, uh, highlighting an issue that is growing and growing, uh, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in homelessness. But, yeah, no, I don't even think we've got any time for... Um, I did get emailed in... Uh, Things that people have been said. Uh, apparently, you used to get called Stovies. Well, that's yes. Yeah, I think I still do. Right. So. <laughs> um, uh, Player of the month, Ballon Deutsch. Over fifty percent of the vote. Not surprised. Yeah. Um, thoroughly deserved. Thoroughly deserved. Yeah. Agreed. Know. Agreed. Um, and uh, 
I Florence me that it's turned at the football, but that was it. Um, and your two your two best mates, couple of us in front. Oh, uh, they just get told to shut up now constantly, so it's all right. Uh, Perfect, right, Cal. That's all. Good luck to all our teams this weekend. Of course, it's, it can't. It's not going to be five wins, unfortunately, because we've got a derby in there. But uh, wish all our teams all the best. I've been Andrew. I've been Cal, and that was Edinburgh Football Podcast.